Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Welcome back, ladies. I hope your Tuesday is off to an amazing start. And for all my Canadian friends, happy belated Thanksgiving long weekend. I hope you had an amazing weekend. It was really gorgeous weather here, and it was just uh, a lovely little three-day vacay, I guess you could say. I had such a great weekend, lots of food, lots of friends, lots of family, and it was really beautiful. So I'm so thankful for it and hope that you had a wonderful weekend and that you're not feeling too stuffed. Don't get caught up in that I have to get back on track and it's time to go on a diet because you enjoyed over Thanksgiving. It is all good. You're human and you get to enjoy and indulge and do that. That's a beautiful part of life. So enjoy that and don't beat yourself up over it. Don't feel shameful over it. I fully show up enjoying all of the food and all of the things. And I'm just conscious of the food that makes me feel really good and the food that doesn't. And if I want to eat the dessert, I'm not going to like overstuff myself with dinner because then I'm going to overstuff myself and eat dessert and then really not feel good. I know that alcohol just doesn't make me feel good. So for me, it's just really connecting to what makes me feel good. And I actually get to enjoy all of the things. And as long as I'm enjoying the things that make me feel really good, nothing really is off limits. And then come you know, today, Tuesday, back at it. I'm just, you know, back into my routine, back on schedule. So that's kind of how I see it. And maybe you could take something from that that might support and benefit your mindset around food and indulging. All right. So a few things to share with you before we dive in. Our brand spanking new, extremely gorgeous website has launched and it actually launched last week, but I had already had episodes recorded and and ready to uh, post. So I didn't share about it in last week's episode, but It is here and she is so freaking beautiful. So you have to check her out, holisticwellness.ca. And it was just time for a revamp. The old site was pretty and it served us well, but it just, you know, wasn't representative of who I am and where I am now. And I have obviously so much more clarity on my business and brand and the message I'm putting out there into the world. And I really wanted my site to represent that. So I'm really proud of it. It's honestly so beautiful. And a really big shout out to Jules. Julie is our graphic designer and website designer, and she is just awesome. Like she does a fantastic job. You can definitely connect with her. Uh, I think her business name is actually Jules Design, but I've tagged her over on Instagram, on the posts where I shared about the website. And then you can obviously go to holisticwellness.ca and at the very bottom, her contact info is there and you can connect with her if you're looking for a website and a website designer. She's honestly such a sweetheart and really brought my vision to life. And it's so beautiful. So that's Big news number one and big news number two is that our Dutch hormone program, which you've probably heard me speak about numerous times, that also got a very big revamp and we are now calling it the Hormone Solution Program. And I often joke because I'm like, why didn't I think of calling it that before? I mean, it is the name of my book. So it is now officially called the Hormone Solution Program. We've really done some amazing revamps to that program. 
It's a four-month coaching program where you can work with our team of incredible coaches, and they are experts in Dutch hormone testing, GI map testing, and as part of that program, we also include the hair mineral analysis test because there are so many mineral deficiencies that we are seeing across the board with clients, and that can really have an impact on adrenal health, thyroid function, and sex hormones. So when you join the Hormone Solution Program, you will get a Dutch hormone test as well as a hair mineral analysis test. So that's all included. And then when you're working with your coach, if there are some underlying gut and digestive issues going on, you can definitely chat with your coach about maybe adding on the GI map test and doing some deeper gut testing. So it's an amazing program and we've really revamped it. So you can learn more about that by heading to holisticwellness.ca forward slash hormone solution and all the details are there for you and you can fill out an application there if you uh, would like to be one of our next amazing success stories and truly work on healing your hormones and doing it with a strategy and doing it with a plan and not throwing spaghetti at the wall and googling things and trying to figure it all out and we lay it all out for you in that program so definitely check it out and just check out the website overall. Let me know what you think. We've organized the recipes in such a beautiful way as well with a really big search bar at the top. So if you're ever searching for recipes on my site, just search it in the search bar and it will probably come up there for you. There's still a few little minor tweaks and edits and stuff I got to do with the site, but either way, it's just beautiful. So check her out and I would love to know what you think of her. Let me know over on Instagram at holisticwellnessfoodie. Okay, so our episode today is one I'm so pumped about because we are talking about our subconscious beliefs and our subconscious mind and fear and really creating a new story for ourselves. And this is a conversation I love so, so much because as I am coaching students in my nine-month business mentorship program, money comes up a lot and there's a lot of stories that we make up around money and success. And it's really important that as a coach, I help my students not just grow this amazing epic business and bring in money, of course, that's part of it, but really help them uncover the blocks that are getting in the way from them having that success and bringing in more money. And so that's a really big part of the conversation that we talk about in our mentorship program and just really helping our students and the women in that program just uncover a lot of these stories and work through them because when you do that, who you become and who you can step into is just really more of your true authentic self. And that's what we all want, right? And the more you can truly step into that, then the more freedom you will experience and the more joy you will experience in your life and more ease you will experience, you know, all of that. And so I'm just really excited to have this conversation today. And if this is something you want to really dive in deeper to, I am hosting a two-day online business retreat in a few weeks in early November, and I'll be launching more details about that soon. But it's an online two-day business retreat, cheap and cheerful to join. And what we're really going to do is spend the first day diving into your subconscious beliefs and these stories that you tell yourself and really helping you discover why you do the things you do, why you self-sabotage, you know, uncovering all the fears. We're going to talk about that on the first day in the business retreat. And then on the second day, we're going to do a deeper dive into sales and money specifically. So it's going to be really juicy. And 
This is definitely open to anybody, but of course, if you are a practitioner, a coach, you're working in the health and wellness space and you're really looking to build and grow an online business and you know you gotta do some deeper work in this area, then let me know. Basically, you can send me an email because we are going to have limited spots for it for this group coaching program, this two-day event. And just send me an email, samantha at holisticwellness.ca saying, heck yes, I am in, save me one of those spots. And more details will be coming soon. So make sure you're following me over on Instagram at samantha underscore gladish. That is my like entrepreneur business account, but I will be sharing it a little bit on Holistic Wellness Foodie as well. So just an FYI, because I don't have anywhere to directly send you to right now to go learn more about it. So I'll be posting it about it soon or just send me an email and uh, I'll share details with you there. Okay. So my guest today is Adele Tevlin. She's the CEO and founder of the CEO Blueprint, a transformational leadership development company for executives and business owners. Over the past 20 years, Adele has specialized in helping business leaders in North America create and produce massive elevations in their leadership and performance. Not only does her work apply to the business environment, it allows her clients to incorporate her methodology into their personal lives and relationships because how you do one thing is how you do everything. Her superpower is she is able to see people's blind spots and all that gets in the way of their ability to accomplish their goals. She's a pattern interrupter and behavioral expert and can help shift any undesired behaviors to create sustainable change. I really hope you enjoy our episode today. Let's dive in. Hi, Adele. Welcome to the podcast. I'm happy to have you here. Hi, Sam. I'm so happy to be here. This (laughs) is great. Yeah, my pleasure. This is going to be really great. And I know you've been wanting to like connect for some time now. And uh, before we officially dive in, why don't you share with our audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Oh my goodness. (laughs) That might take. It could take take the whole time. (laughs) I'll do a summary. Okay. So who I am, I have been fascinated, obsessed with human behavior for my entire life. And over the last 20 years, I've been on a journey, so to speak, to really figure out how do people get unstuck so that they can live a life in line with their purpose. So I would say that is my, my whole raison d'etre. That's like Mm -hmm. my, my sweet spot. My uh, superpower is to help people discover the blind spots that they don't even know to look for, right? help them really dial into why am I here on this planet at this time? What's my highest purpose? What's my desire? What is it that I truly desire? And so I do this in a variety of ways. I mean, I'm a therapist and I have a bunch of the degrees on the wall, but really my intuition is what guides me when I work with people. I can truly see like where they're stuck in ways and really help them see, ask different questions to see why they're not getting the result they want. So People come to me because they might want better relationships or they want better health or they want more abundance in their finances. And I always say, it doesn't matter what you want. It's all the same process to get there. Right. right. Yep. So, so that's what I do. So I teach this work where I combine science and spirituality in a really interesting way for people to, to step into their higher truth. And I am fascinated with that because I am my own student, you know, like if Mm -hmm. I look at my life 20 years ago, I was in pre-med going on a journey toward dental school because that's what my parents wanted me to do. And I always tell the story where I had this like come to Jesus moment in my dorm room at McGill. I was carving soaps because that's what you have to do to get into dental school. And I was fucking bawling my eyes out. I was like, this is not my life, you know? And 
in that moment, I think we all have those moments. I call it a come to Jesus moment. It's a moment of enlightenment where something opens up and your soul, spirit, higher self communicates with you like, Adele, this is not your path. Totally. And and in that moment, I'm sure you've had similar situations. Oh, yeah. I can, they're all, I'm ruminating on them right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And in that moment, I decided not to go to dental school and it, it really created the foundation of what I do and why I do what I do. So I went into psychology, I went into neuropsychology, I went into nutrition, I did CBT, I did a master's in psych, like all the things I've done over the last 20 years has led me to what I truly believe right now is living my ultimate purpose, like 100% dialed in. Love it. So tell us more about what that purpose is, like that, what you're dialed in your zone of genius right now and what that looks like and what you really teach. Oh, so I've been very lucky to have, you know, different mentors in my life, some alive, some I've never met, like, you know, Dr. Joe Dispenza, like Bob Proctor, like Tony Robbins, but then just being an avid reader. And what I would say I'm dialed into right now, especially in my foundational program called the masterclass series that's coming up in October is what I help people see is that they have a programming in their life based on their childhood Mm -hmm. programming based on the childhood. So I teach a lot about the conscious subconscious mind is we have a a set of beliefs that we inherited from our parents at a time in our life when we didn't have the ability to choose. And I go into that deeper in my program. Of course. We don't have ability to choose because under the age of seven, we don't have a conscious mind. So children walk around believing everything that they see and hear and experience under Mm -hmm. the age of seven. So right away, people that are listening can go, oh my God, that like kind of explains so much because parents maybe had struggles with money or there was divorce or there was trauma or there was abuse or whatever. And so that foundational period becomes the paradigm, becomes the lens with which we see the world, Sam. So it's like, for me, I never understood why until I really dove into this work, I would be successful in my business, but I never had enough money at the end of the month. There always seemed to be this struggle with work and money, but also I had to work really hard to make money. I don't know if that resonates with with you. A lot of people believe in the paradigm. I totally work really hard to make money. So the work that I do is number one, helping people see what is their programming and then reconditioning the programming to be something that they want. So what is it that you truly desire? So for me, I wanted over the last four years, I I did a very deep dive on my limiting beliefs and reframing them. And one of those was that I had to work really hard to be successful. So that would lead to burnout. So I burnt out, I think three to four times where I had to go on like glandulars and freaking adrenal support and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So then over four years, I said to myself prior to COVID, I'm like, what if success was easy? I had a mentor say to me, Adele, what if success was easy? And I played around with success being easy over the last four years And what I could tell you, Sam, is your results never lie. So I've never been more successful. I've never been more abundant. I'm living in the house of my dreams. I'm married to the person that I want to be married. Like all the things that started to happen, happened as I started to change my thinking and my belief system around what was possible for me. Mm -hmm. So this is what I help people do. I help people live the life they want as opposed to the life they were programmed to live. Love it. Yeah. This is a conversation that lights me up so much because- I've been on my own personal journey for so long, diving into this work as well. And it's also had a profound impact on my life, my relationships, my finances, all of the things, my business, my success, right? All of it. So yeah, I I love this so much. So let's start with just kind of breaking down or differentiating between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. So people just have an idea what that means. Totally. 
So if you kind of, I do this in, in my class, but if you know, we don't have a diagram here, but <laughs> a visual learner, if you drew a picture of a stick figure, okay. And the head of the stick figure was divided into a horizontal line. So you have the conscious line on top and the subconscious on the bottom. That's just an illustration. It's not actually how it works. So the biggest distinction is the conscious mind is otherwise known as your intellect. And your intellect is what gives you the ability to think and reason. Okay. It's the part of your brain, Sam, that if I'm talking to you about something, you're like, I agree with that. I disagree with it. You're literally rummaging in your storehouse of like ideas and thoughts. And, you know, I actually think that we, in our culture right now, we over deitize the intellect. Like people love to intellectualize everything. Totally. Okay? But what you'll understand deeper in the work is that the intellect is not where we change. The subconscious mind is where we change. So the intellect gives us ability to think and reason. It has the ability to accept and reject information. The subconscious mind, on the other hand, or the unconscious mind, some people call it, I like to call it the subconscious mind. It does not have the ability to reject. It can only accept everything as fact. Why is this important? I'm going to try not to riff too much on what I think is going on in the world right now, although that's a separate episode. I'm actually sharing <laughs> that on my podcast next week. Awesome. Don't tune into that. But the subconscious mind by nature is the storehouse of every memory that's ever happened to you. It's, it's literally your power center and it doesn't have the ability to reject. So it's very susceptible to suggestion. So when you're watching the news, even passively, or someone's having a conversation at the coffee shop and you're listening to it passively, your subconscious mind is literally taking in everything as fact, right? This is why your mood and affect can change after watching the news or something like that. Mm -hmm. Key to understand though, when I say that under the age of seven, kids don't have a, a conscious mind, that literally means that when a six-year-old is in his environment, whether that's with parents or caretakers or school, mm -hmm. because he doesn't have the intellect, which can ex accept or reject, the child accepts everything as fact. Right. And once they accept it as fact, it becomes fixed in their subconscious mind as a belief system. Got it. So- most of what human beings, and I say this like human beings, we're all human beings listening to this, hopefully, but <laughs> you know, when you look at, I look at people that come into my programs, they range from 20 years old to seven years old, honestly, like it doesn't matter. Everybody's done it. Yep. But what's interesting is you look at someone play out their life as a 40 year old, let's say, and they're literally playing out a six year old version of themselves, right? They never question when I say who gave you those beliefs, they, they look at me like I've got like seven heads, like, they don't question. Why do you believe that rich people are greedy? Why do you believe that you're not good enough? Why do you believe that life's a struggle? Why do you believe that you're not worthy? Why do you believe there's something like why? And then they it ha has them start to think like, I'm like, do you believe that? Or is that like something that you learn as a learned behavior? So my point in saying this is that we all have limiting beliefs and ideas. That's just the way that the conscious and conscious mind was created. Right. But if you never do the work to question what you believe, right. you end up believing something that someone else told you. Mm -hmm. So the question then becomes, Samantha, are you living your life or someone else's life? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's so true. So many of us are living somebody else's life. And it's also interesting too, just like, for example, I'm going to use my parents, for example, you know, like they've never done this work. <laughs> this is just, you know, so far beyond their kind of their reach. And it's just interesting if I'm like having a conversation or like an argument with my mother, I'm so quick to recognize, like I'm speaking to the six-year-old hurt child yeah. in her right now because she 
that's what she's functioning from that belief system. She hasn't worked to unravel this. So like, I'm not even going to go there because this is just going to land on deaf ears. So like, it's amazing in the sense that, as I'm sure you experience, like doing this work is not only so powerful for you, for yourself, but also how you relate to others and the conversations you have with others, the arguments, like how you can recognize this in somebody else. It's so powerful. Yeah. That's such a brilliant point. Moreover, it's this. None of our parents were sitting in personal development workshops. We come of an era where our parents were post-war, baby boomer. They were putting food on the table. That's why the work I do is about forgiveness. It's about healing the relationship with parent from a place of compassion, recognizing that our parents did what they could at the level of consciousness that they were at the time. For okay? sure. Yeah. Which, by the way, speaking of the world at large, the problems of the world at large are because we're at a very low level of consciousness in the way that we're dealing with the problem. So when I talk to people who've never done this work, it's not a better than worse than it's a level of awareness. It's a consciousness. Like I didn't have this consciousness 20 years ago. Oh, you live life. You go to school, you get a good job, you get married, I guess you have a couple kids and then you retire and you die. Like that's life. Right. Totally. And I had to flip that idea and go, no, is that my real purpose of my human existence? No, my existence, my purpose is to find out the truth, learn the truth, study the truth, teach the truth. That's what I really wanted to do. So there are a lot of people who've never done this work and it's because they've probably never even thought to question some of the beliefs, but once they start to unpack Samantha, what's so cool is it becomes like a Pandora's box. Like you can't unsee what you see. And that's what totally. I love about this work is it's awareness versus memory. Memory is like, you know, we go to school, we memorize things and we forget them. Like, do you remember what you learned in grade nine math? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. But, like, and then when you have kids and you're trying to teach them math, you're like, ah, oh, hold on, let me get at the calculator. Totally. But awareness, and that's what I tell people is when you do the deeper work, like in my programs, you'll never be able to unlearn what you learn because awareness is like learning how to ride a bike. You could learn how to ride a bike, Sam, when you were five, never get on a bike again until you were 20 and have awareness of how to ride the bike. Right. The same thing is true of the deeper work. Your soul, your higher self has the awareness there. And once you discover and uncover certain lies and truths and do the deeper healing, you'll never forget it. So you then raise your level of consciousness and awareness where you're having different levels of conversation, like the one that we're having right now. The one that we're having right now is not a conversation that most people are having at Starbucks. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Right. So you then gravitate to other people at the same level of awareness that you are, because you know that you can go deeper with those people. But then there's people like our parents, God bless them. They aren't in this work. They haven't done this work and they can't understand it because they're not at that level of consciousness yet. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love that. So Mm -hmm. I have so many questions for you. I'm like, where where do I want to go? So like unraveling, I like to call it our BS, but I don't mean bullshit. I actually mean our belief system. Um, (laughs) Unraveling our BS. What are some of those fundamental steps that we can really start to take to dive deeper into this? Totally. Unraveling our belief system. It's actually a lot easier than people think. And they don't often like this answer, but I don't really care because <laughs> I always tell you what you need to hear, not what you want. <laughs> yeah. You'll get to know that because you're in my next program. But totally. Uh, unraveling your belief system is quite simple. 
your life is a result of what you believe. So you literally, all you have to do, Samantha, is look at your results. What does that mean? Look at your health results. Look at your bank account. Look at your checkbook. Look at your debt. Look at your relationships. Your results, your outer external environment, your results, your circumstances, your environment, they literally are a feedback loop to what you believe inherently because your belief system is what drives your your results. So your beliefs drive your thoughts, drive your feelings, drive your actions, and those drive your results. So when someone says to me, I actually can say like, show me how much money you make and I'll tell you what you believe about money. Mm. And it's not to be judgmental or show me your health and I'll tell you what you believe. Totally. You know this. People will be like, I really value health. Fuck no, you don't. You were just eating at McDonald's. You think you value health. You want to value health, but your behavior tells you what you value. You say you value money, but you don't have your money. Your spending habits are completely out of integrity where you don't have any money or, you know, you don't know how to spend your money effectively. So the point is that your results in any area of your life tell you exactly what you believe. So a great place to look is, well, what do you want right now? So maybe you want to make more money or maybe you want better health or maybe you want to find the love of your life. Great. Then you say, well, what's actually true for you in that area right now? Like the facts, not your opinion, like the hard, cold facts. Well, I'm a hundred grand in debt or I can only make five grand a month. And no matter how much I work, I don't know why I can't go beyond that. Or I keep going from relationship to relationship, recreating the same partner, or I keep losing and gaining the same 10 pounds. Wonderful. That tells me that there's something going on in the belief system that either means that it has to be hard for you, or it's not safe to want those things, or it's not easy. There's something going on in the belief system. For sure. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. So it's really confronting work at the end of the day, like really sitting down and just being totally honest with yourself about what's showing up and what's holding you back and what's getting in the way. Like, I think if you can just sit and journal around this Mm -hmm. can really uncover a lot about ourselves. 100%. And you just hit the nail on the head. I was talking about this earlier today. in one of the classes that I teach, um, I said that we're as a culture addicted to comfort and think about it. Like I look at my childhood and I ask myself, where did I learn that comfort was good? And I remember very distinctly, my mother used to always say to me, don't get too tired. Don't work. Don't get too tired. Go to bed. Like there was this whole thing about not getting too tired. Isn't it interesting that getting tired is one of the ways I always stop myself from going to the next level. Mm. So we get conditioned as a child to be like, just be comfortable. Don't be uncomfortable. So we're addicted to comfort. How do I know that? We binge out on Netflix. We binge out on this. Like we want to zone out, numb out. We want to be comfortable, but this work isn't comfortable, but the point is, here's what I would ask the person listening. How comfortable are you living in? I don't want to call it mediocrity in a negative way, but you know, there's more available to you. So are you truly comfortable in the ignorance or are you willing to be a little bit uncomfortable for a short amount of time to transcend that, to go to the next level? Totally. 100%. This makes me think of like the millions of nutrition conversations I've had with people where they're like, Oh, you know, but like, am I going to have to change what I eat? And am I going to have to move my body? Oh, am I going to have to cook my food? And it's just like, you think that's uncomfortable. You are waking up every day, hating yourself, hating, looking in the mirror, the clothes that you wear, negative self-talk all day long. Like that's uncomfortable. You have to do that every day. Yes. Right. Yes. So it's reframing like, 
when someone says to me, this is very uncomfortable, I'll say, well, you already live in discomfort anyway. You have it like it's the habit pattern that you know. So it's actually the unknown, which scares people. But I always say, if you're willing to be uncomfortable for as long as it takes to get to the other side and the other side is your desire, is it worth it? And for most people, it's like, yeah, obviously. So it is uncomfortable work. It's uncomfortable because the thing that was the most uncomfortable for me, Sam, was and it still is because I'm still on this journey. It's never ending. Like I'm going deeper and deeper all the time, but it's coming to terms with how small I was making my life to make other people comfortable Mm. or how much of myself I didn't step into until only the last, I don't know, like the last three, four years, I feel like I've totally stepped into who I really am. How much of myself I made smaller for other people's comfort. How much of my life I lived according to other people's rules, quote unquote. I love to say the fucking rules. There are no rules. But what was more uncomfortable is realizing, holy shit, like I wasn't myself for so long. Mm -hmm. That was the most uncomfortable piece. And then when I realized that and I was like, well, who do I want to be? What do I want my life to be about? Then it was like all bets were off because There's no going back. Totally. Does that make sense? Totally, yeah. Okay, ladies, I quickly want to interrupt this episode and let you know about the delicious superfood bites from Eaton Hemp. I am totally obsessed with the dark chocolate espresso ones. They are my favorite. And if you tuned into episode 170 and 171, where I spoke all about balancing blood sugar, you may have heard me share my story just a little bit about how I've stopped intermittent fasting. And now within 30 minutes of waking up, I've actually been eating because I really noticed that I need that fuel in the morning. And I need that for thyroid support and for adrenal health, and even for just nourishing my body just before I go to the gym in the morning. So I have been basically snacking on these little superfood bites before I hit the gym, just getting a little something in. It doesn't have to be a massive meal. And of course, there are times where I might make some scrambled eggs or make a smoothie and maybe drink half of it before my workout. But either way, I need a little bit of nourishment before my workouts. And I've been loving the superfood bites. They are so delicious, super clean ingredients loaded with amazing healthy fats and protein and just really damn tasty. They have four different flavors. You can check them out over on eatenhemp.com and you can save 20% off site-wide with a coupon code healthy hormones. And also because it is the fall and it's pumpkin season, a big shout out to Organifi Gold and their pumpkin spice blend. It is so delicious. And typically this is a product that you would use to make like pumpkin lattes. It's got amazing herbs in there and adaptogenic herbs and some really great anti-inflammatory spices. It truly is like the best tasting pumpkin latte that you will make. So you can have it warm and that's typically how it's suggested to have. But lately what I've been doing is putting in just like half a scoop into my smoothies and it's so delicious. I have a amazing pumpkin pie smoothie recipe in my book, The 30-Day Hormone Solution, and I'm just basically hooked on making that almost every day right now. And so I throw in a little bit of the Organifi Gold in pumpkin. I throw a scoop of that into the blender and it's just so delicious. It takes that smoothie up a whole other notch because now I'm adding in turmeric and these amazing anti-inflammatory ingredients and I'm just getting all those amazing herbs in there as well like clove and cinnamon and it's just 
pretty much next level. So if you're looking to get your hands on some Organifi Gold Pumpkin, head on over to their site, OrganifiShop.com. You can use the coupon code HEALTHYHORMONES and save 15% off site-wide on all the Organifi products. And I also encourage you to check out their amazing protein. I love their vanilla protein. That is often the protein that I am using in my vanilla pumpkin pie smoothie recipe. So check that out. And of course, connect with me on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie and let me know how you are loving these products. Okay, so somebody's like, let's do this. Yes, this is the next level I want to reach in my business or my relationship or with my health. They dive in, they start doing the work, and then mm-hmm. all the self-sabotage <laughs> shows up, and then they quit, and you know, all of the things that happen. Let's talk about that cycle. Oh God. <laughs> I teach this, this psychology of that cycle. So yes. I'll talk about it because it's really important. And I have a whole process for coming out of it, but let me explain it first. So this is what I call the sabotaging strategy. It's an actual psychological construct that's happening in your psyche, but let me explain why it happens. And for some people, this might just like blow their fucking mind. (laughs) They're going to hear themselves in this. So what happens is your subconscious mind has only two primary roles to keep you safe and alive in procreation. It has no other function. Your subconscious mind is not like, Oh, Samantha, you want to go to the next level. Let's do that. No, it's actually saying, is what Samantha is doing safe? Is it going to keep her alive? So it's literally like your limbic system. It's like a fight or flight thing. So your subconscious mind is only trying to keep you safe and alive. And it, it goes based on pattern recognition. So it does the pattern it knows, not the pattern you say you want. Right. So as you start going for a goal, losing weight, eating healthier, making more money, building a business, launching a program, marrying, like whatever, mm-hmm. something shows up in your psyche which triggers the, this is not safe because we don't have a pattern for it. I call it your sabotaging strategy. So something happens. So persons that's listening, just think about the last time you said you wanted to go for something. And here's the key. It's something you've never done before. Okay. Successfully. So let's say you're like, I want to make more money. I want to make this amount. I've never made it before. I want to meet the person. I want to do this. So your psychology is saying, I don't have a pattern for this. It's not safe. Right. Right. Then something happens in the environment that gets you distracted. The dog dies. Somebody got COVID that your mother had a temper tantrum. Something happens to create a distraction for you. And it gives you permission to validate that you should stop. Mm -hmm. And then you stop and you quit and you reinforce the belief system that you're not good enough. You're not worthy. and You can't do it anyway. I feel like we need to take pause so that everyone can just (laughs) sit with that for a minute and let that sink in. Yeah, we all do it. I'm going to say that again, because it's so huge for people. You say you want to lose weight. Now, let's say someone comes to you, Sam, and they're like, I want to lose weight. I want to do this thing with you. And then you're like, great. And you ask the person, how many times have you tried to lose weight in their life? It's not the first fucking rodeo. They're like, I've tried everything. Totally. So think about the program that they have. They've already proven to themselves that they can't do it, that they're a failure when it comes to their weight. So now they're just looking for evidence for that right away. Number two, they start losing some weight. Maybe they've lost the first 10 pounds. That's okay. But when they get to the 20 pound mark, something in their psychology goes, this is not safe. We don't have pattern for this. Mm -hmm. So what happens? The dog dies. Somebody got COVID. They have to eat the bag of chips. Like all the reasons why they shouldn't 
gets them to stop because the psychology in the subconscious mind is saying, stop, 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 stop. This is not safe. And then they justify it by saying, I didn't have time. You know what? This is too hard. And they reinforce the belief about themselves that they'll never be the way that they want. Totally. Yeah. And this is why the weight loss industry is a billion dollar industry. Totally. This is why nobody is really talking about like, if you're meeting with a patient or client for the first time, this is what something that I would ask people in my groups. It's like, you said you want to make a million dollars. Let's give that example. Okay, great. What's going to have you stop? Totally. I say this to all my students in my mentorship all the time. Yeah. What's going to have you stop? Get really fucking present to it because that shit's going to come up tomorrow because the minute you go for dream, desire, goal, all the reasons why you're going to stop are going to pop in. What are you going to do to counteract that? Even that level of awareness, Samantha, for most people asking them, what's going to have you stop? Well, you know, what's going to have me stop is it's going to get hard, or I'm going to feel burnt out or overwhelmed, or my husband's not going to like it, or the kids are going to cry, or my mom's going to judge me, or the fucking society's going to judge me, and people on the interwebs are going to judge me. Totally. Whatever's going to happen, it's going to have you stop. Great. So what are we going to create as a plan so that you don't? Love it. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do so you don't? Because you know you will. You already have. Mm-hmm. I know what's going to have me stop. I just shared it before. Like I get tired. I get sick. That's always been my stopping. Totally. Same with me. Right. And it's like, then you go into burnout or then you worry about burnout. So then you take your foot off the gas. And then the worst is you rationalize yourself. And I say rationalize is rationing lies. You rationalize Mm -hmm. to get yourself to stop when in fact, Nothing bad is going to happen if you lose the weight. Nothing bad is going to happen if you make the million dollars. Nothing bad is going to happen. Your psyche is telling that because it's the role of the subconscious mind. So even that awareness for people where they're like, what's going to have you stop? What are you going to do instead? Seriously, like think about like if someone said to you, if you say to your people, what's going to have you stop? And then you say, what are you going to do instead? It has them go into problem solving. Oh, totally. It has them go into, well, instead... I might reach out and be honest about where I'm at. I might totally. go out for a walk and get myself back in the mindset. I might listen to a podcast. I might go fucking dance around my house to a song I like, like totally shifting the state. Yes. So yeah, the sabotage is real, but you have to understand something, Samantha. I always say this to my participants. If you're not experiencing your sabotage, it means you're not doing anything. Mm, okay. Expand on that. Yeah, Totally. If you're just lying on the couch eating bonbons all day, just surviving your life, your sabotaging strategy doesn't have a need to kick in because there's nothing that you're doing that's out of the ordinary. The minute you decide you declare a goal. So let's say you're like, I want to make a million dollars this year in my business. I'm going to scale to seven figures. That's something I'm really good at helping people do is scale to seven figures. Okay. And beyond. So they've never done that before. Well, you know, your sabotage is going to kick in because you've never done it. But if you're not doing anything that you haven't already done, Samantha, There's no reason for the sabotage to kick in. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So when I have participants in one of my higher programs, like my mastermind or my other Beyond Breakthroughs program, which is my higher program, they're usually going for big money goals or big business goals. And I can always tell in the group when people are super comfortable in the program, I'm like, you're not fucking doing the program. You shouldn't be sitting here being comfortable. Mm -hmm. Your sabotage should be like kicking the shit out of you right now. Because it's kicking the shit out of me. Like if you're sitting around looking pretty, I don't know what you're doing, but you are certainly not going for your goals. Right. This is written in Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, The Science of Getting Rich, all books that I teach from. 
like every book written over a hundred years ago says the same premise. Any successful person knows that the minute they start to succeed, they're met with temporary defeat. What are you going to do in that moment? Sink or swim. But most people stop because they are obsessed with being comfortable. So they would rather be comfortable in that moment than pursue their dreams. And then they rationalize lies. You heard it here. Rationalize lies as to why they should stop. You don't understand, Samantha. The dog ate my homework. The dog died. My mom has COVID. Now, I'm not saying be an asshole. But what does that have to do with your dream? Totally. Right? Totally. Yeah. And like, listen, to be clear for everyone that's listening, we're not we saying, yeah, of course, <laughs> we don't want your dog to die. We don't want any of that to happen. No. We're not saying to grind and to hustle and go, 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 go. And that you can't take time off and that you can't slow down to be clear. Like I have plenty of time off. I have yeah. plenty of space in my day yeah. and enjoyment in my life. I have plenty of that. But there's a time for that. And I, I literally have that scheduled in. And then there's the time where it's like, I got to go. I got to show up. I got to do this work. I got to push through. Right. And while I'm doing that and pushing through, the self sabotage is like, I'm getting tired. Yeah. Just like, go have a snack. Go, you know, just Netflix and chill for a little bit. Yeah. And it's just like, that's the moment where like that little voice comes in. And I'm like, no. I'm going to continue to show up for myself right now yes. because I know that what's on the other side of here yes. is the goal and like, all, you know, all of that, if that makes sense. That's an awareness that most people will never have because they, first of all, I want to distinguish this because I think what you said is really important. I don't teach anything from burnout. The reason I teach what I teach is because I, I was in burnout. So everything I do is about structure and creating very healthy boundaries and knowing when to push and knowing when to pull and knowing how to be in the flow of the masculine and the feminine, like totally you need both. Yes. Like I said, before we even started recording, I'm in a huge, I'm, I have like 10 programs. I have a lot going on, but mm -hmm. I've also created that because I have big goals, but yeah. I also know how to schedule in. I'm at a place in my business that I've never been. I work Monday to Thursday. I take Friday off every week and I completely turn my phone off the entire weekend. Mm -hmm. That to me is freedom. I used to be a slave. I have processes and structures and team in place where I work, I work hard Monday to Thursday. I don't call it hard because it's like my passion, but I work effectively sure. yep. Monday to Thursday, Friday is a me day, the weekends with my family. I don't check my phone if I don't want to because I've been doing the work to get there. So none of this is about hustle, hustle, hustle. But I will say this because some people need to hear this kick in the ass. Sometimes there is a season of hustle. Don't be afraid of that hustle. Like totally. if you want something bad enough, like no offense, some people need to learn how to put the pedal to the metal yes. and others need to take the pedal off. Does that make sense? Totally. So you need to know everyone that's listening to this is going to be at different levels. There are people in my programs where I'm like, you need to put your foot on the gas like yeah. hard right now. Yeah. And there's others where I'm like, you're pushing too hard. You need to pull back. Okay. You need to be more in the receiving. You've done all your part. Let God do his part. Some people are waiting for God to show up. But they haven't done anything. So you need to know where you're at in an honest, humble conversation. I know for myself I have to be careful because I have a tendency to put pedal to the metal for too long. Too long. Then, yeah. Yeah. So I can feel like it's Thursday today. We're recording this. This is like the end of my week. You know, I've had a full week, but I know that when I get off of this with you, 
I drive straight to the forest and I go for an hour forest walk to go into forest bathing. And then I turn my phone off until like Monday fucking morning. Do you know what I'm saying? I know what I need. Yes. Yeah. And it's about boundaries and knowing what you need, but it's also about being radically honest. If you want to have a breakthrough in your life in an area, whether it's your health, your wealth, your finances, your, your relationships, some people need to learn how to put a little bit of commitment and work at it a little bit. Skin in the game. Totally. Skin in the game, totally. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I love all of that. Yeah. I mean, like after our recording today, I'm going for an acupuncture appointment and then tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I cleared out the day I have like one major commitment, but you know, tomorrow and it's just like, yeah, I can do that. I recognize just like you said, there's that time like in my week where I had to push through and I had to you know, do all the things and get the work done. And then I'm also conscious of sitting back and looking at my calendar and being like, okay, where's my me time? And where am I going to block this out? Um, Again, because I know myself, I could just like, go, 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 go. And then it's downhill from there for sure. hundred percent. I schedule in me time before I schedule anything else in my calendar. Totally. I teach in one of my programs about how to create your calendar to work for you. And one of those things is, well, first of all, I know when my courses are running because those are just consistent, but I like will literally look at my calendar on a Sunday and go, where am I working out? Where am I meditating? Where am I going for nature walks? Mm -hmm. Where am I eating? Like I don't schedule in anything until my needs get met first. Totally. Whereas we're taught the opposite, especially as women. It's like, oh, when you have time, do that thing. No, you have to make the time to do the thing. Totally. Yeah. 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 And this makes me think of like the whole be, do, have versus have, do, be. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, you have to get into the being first. And that means taking care of you so that you could show up as your best self and then go do the thing and then have the thing that you want. Yeah. If you want to be someone who's worthy, you have to act like someone who's worthy of caring for themselves. If you want to be financially free, you need to act and be like someone who already has those things, right? It's a beingness, it's an energy. And for a lot of people, they, they don't link that when they treat their bodies poorly or their finances poorly, it's linked to low self-worth and not feeling worthy enough. So you have to go heal the belief that you are not worthy and decide, hey, you know what? I am fucking worthy. And once you become worthy in your own mind, it's very easy to say no. It's very easy to say yes. It's very easy to like go, okay, I'm not doing that in my calendar. It's not serving me. It's very easy to go take a walk in nature. But when you're dealing with unworthiness, Sam, at the core wound level, it's, it's very hard for people to put down boundaries, which is like a whole other. For sure. Okay. So you've said the word God, you've said universe, yeah. higher yeah. self. Yeah. Let's expand a little bit on that and how that really fits into all of this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a big one. So I would say that the more successful I've become financially, the more I believe in God. And the reason I mean to say that is the following. I, I grew up Jewish. I am Jewish by religion, but I was never really practicing. I always considered myself spiritual, but I didn't really know what that meant. When I started to work with mentors like Joe Dispenza or Bob Proctor, or when I started to really study money specifically, I actually started to connect so much more to the divine. I started to read scripture. I started to read books like the science of getting rich and every book that I read over the last 15 years. Yeah. Talks a lot about God. And why I I think that's so powerful is that I very much mix the science and the spirituality together. So I talk about God like universal law, not like white man sitting on a cloud, like God's laws, universal laws, law of cause and effect, law of polarity, all the laws I teach. 
when I started to tune into more of those laws and really start to understand the, the God force energy and what that means from a quantum physics perspective, my income started to triple mm -hmm. because I started to recognize that I'm not alone in this mission. I am being supported by the universe, but I don't say it in an esoteric kind of flimsy way. I'm talking from a scientific mathematical perspective because I'm a science and math person. I very much teach the universal laws from that perspective, but I also very much believe that I've read over the course of the years, you know, different excerpts from the Bible, the Torah, the, everything. And it's, all saying the same thing. Yeah. The truth is truth. So I mix in a lot of spiritual teachings. I talk a lot about God in the universe because I'm talking about it from a perspective of the laws of the universe on how consciousness really works and how manifestation works from a place of consciousness. So I don't know if that kind of answers your question where the more successful I have become in my life and business, the more tethered I am to my relationship with God, spirit, universe, whatever you believe in. And I believe that's where faith comes in. Mm -hmm. So the stronger my faith is, the more my results come in. You know what I'm saying? It's very powerful because I got to tell you this. I was someone five years ago. If you would have said God, I would have cringed because as a Jewish person growing up, I wasn't taught about Jesus. Like Jews don't learn about the same. They're, they're not taught the Bible. Right. Yep. So when I would hear Jesus and I would hear God, I would have like a bit of a reaction inside of myself. And I had to do a deeper dive into why. And then when I started to study with amazing mentors who really taught me about God and universal laws, and I started to read scripture from a place of truth and faith and understanding as opposed to the religiosity of it, my results just like literally that was the year I went from in, in one year, I went from barely being able to pay my team to scaling my business to seven figures. So it's so fucking powerful mm -hmm. when you recognize that you cannot succeed without tethering to something bigger than yourself. You call that whatever you want. God, source, energy, spirit, karma, dala, whatever. Like you call it what you want, but there is a power greater than you that you're working with or against. And if you learn how to work with that power, your results become abundant. If you work against the power, you know what those results are. Totally. I love that. And I can fully relate to there's just like a trust in something greater yeah. than me that is there, you know, and I know that if I'm committing and I'm showing up and I'm giving this my full commitment and discipline and energy, mm -hmm. that trust, that universe, that spirit, what, whatever you want to call it is going to help take me the next, Absolutely. like, I'm going to be here to you know, hit this certain part and then spirit's going to come and take me the full way. 100%. Like I truly believe and, and trust in that. You do your part. God does her part, his part, whatever you want to call it. And what, what that means is your part is showing up, taking aligned actions, working through your belief system, being an energetic match for the thing you want. And God shows up and does the how you don't know how it's all going to unfold. I didn't know how I was going to go from what I was doing to seven figures. I couldn't even conceive of it. Totally. But I kept showing up and doing my part, Sam, every day. And God showed up and did her, his part, right? So that is the way that the universe works. But because we have a lot of dogma around religion, and for some people listening to this, they, if they grew up in a, in a religion where God is evil or God is bad or God is punishing, and they have a lot of shame and guilt about religion, and they have a lot of shame and guilt around money, that's the first place that we usually need to do the work. Because right. if you have shame and guilt about money and shame and guilt about God, and shame and guilt about sex. It's like, that's the three ways to fuck people up. Totally. And then they can't move beyond that. So I had to do my own inner healing and work around my relationship to God. And 
that's one of the things that people often tell me. It's so funny when they come in my programs and then we ask them like, what are the results that you got? And the thing that's always across the board is I can't believe how much more spiritual I've become in this process. It's mm-hmm. not what I thought I would get, Yeah. but I, my relationship to God has shifted. And it's like, that makes me so happy because my relationship to God shifted in this work. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That was beautiful. I mean, I can keep going on and so many questions I can ask you, but I think this is just like a great place to end it. And before we do that, just let everyone know where they can connect with you and find you and your upcoming masterclass and everything that's going on. Thank you. So I hang out a lot on Instagram. I love the Instagrams. I answer all my messages. So you can find me at Adele underscore Tevlin. And I'm sure you'll link that up in your... Absolutely. And my upcoming masterclass happening in October, which you're a part of, is my foundational program. So everything that we kind of talked about here today is what I dive in on a much deeper level in my four-week program. The thing about my four-week program that's so powerful is that, well, if you thought that today was powerful, it's going to be a whole other level, but it actually gives you the tools and the processes to work through all the stuff. Plus it's live with me. It's interactive. You get to ask me questions. It's experiential. It's all based on the community. It's very powerful. It's the last one I'm offering this year. And I don't know how many more I'm going to do next year because I've been doing four a year and that's definitely going to change. So if you've kind of been on the fence or if this resonates with you, we're going to link this up in the show notes, but it's also in my bio on Instagram. It's called the CEO Blueprint Masterclass Series and it starts October 20th. And it's almost sold out already, which is pretty awesome because we haven't even really opened it up to, but just as based on like people in the back, you know, wanting For to sure. do it before. But it's my favorite it's my favorite place to start with people because it's my foundational program. And every time I review it, I get so much deeper myself. For so sure. It's so, so awesome. So if this is work that you guys are, you know, listening to and you're like, I want to dive deeper, this is a perfect opportunity. Yeah. Amazing. That's awesome. And so it's called the CEO Blueprint. Masterclass series. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us why. CEO. Um, CEO. Yeah. yeah. So it's an acronym that stands for confidence, empathy, and opportunity. So People leave the program feeling more confident, more empathetic and compassionate towards self and others. And then it opens up worlds of opportunity for people. I love that. That's that's beautiful. I remember like a couple of years ago chatting with you about this idea and like all of that. Yeah. Crazy. And now it's, it's a multi seven figure program. That's awesome. I love it so much. How much can shift in such a short amount of time when you do the work. (laughs) It's so true. Yeah, it's so true. I love it so much. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. We will link all of that up in our show notes and I'll see you in class. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Take care. Thank you so much for being with me today and tuning into our episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. You can actually head on over to our website, holisticwellness.ca forward slash podcast to check out all of the show notes for our episode today. We are up to date with our show notes, guys, and I'm really excited for that. And the way the podcast episodes are laid out on our brand new website, it just looks so, so beautiful. So go check it out, holisticwellness.ca forward slash podcast, and you can access all of the past episodes and dive into all the other show notes and grab all of the details there. Thanks again for being here. If you haven't left us a rating and a review, you can do so on any major podcast platform. It means so much when you leave us those reviews. It helps our podcast get seen and noticed, and it really helps to connect with more women globally to help them on their healing journey with supporting their hormones and their health. So thanks again. Chat with you all next week. Take care. Oh.